Hey friend, welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're at episode 210 and today we are talking all about how you can learn to love selling what you've got. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, creator of Brand Builders Academy and the Amplify Accelerator. Right here on this podcast, we'll inspire you to become a bold and powerful voice in the world and claim your space with confidence. Yes, you can be bold and go against the grain to become the creative rebel you want to be. Forget average, it's time to level up. Hey gorgeous, how are you? Welcome back to the podcast. Always great to have you here. I got so many messages about the episode with Sheree last week. Did you love it? Did you listen to it? I just loved the conversation. So if you haven't listened, then make sure you go back and check it out because I don't know, it's just food for the soul, man. Honest conversations between women in business just makes me happy is what I'm going to say. So yeah, so it was so good. So thanks to those who sent messages. Now this week, as I am releasing this, I am heading off to the huddle. If you don't know the huddle, firstly, where have you been? But secondly, Pip from Jumbled Online. So if you go to Instagram and you go to Jumbled Online, it's a stunning homeware store in Orange in New South Wales. So Orange is like regional. I don't know whether it's called regional or rural. I don't know the difference if I'm honest, but it is in regional New South Wales. It looks amazing. Like it's just like a gorgeous, beautiful, like hub in regional New South Wales that's very funky and very gorgeous. And so Pip runs Jumbled, which is a homeware store. It's fashion, homewares, art, it's all the things. Anyway, Pip has got the most incredible community of women in business. She does kind of share, you know, small business tips. And I just think because of what she does, with her store, it's just magic. It's beautiful. And so she has about 700, yes, 700, 700 women coming to this event. And I am speaking at it. So I have been, (laughs) I have been, I wrote my presentation. And when I say I wrote, it's just all pictures. Because it's like a TED talk. I've got 20 minutes. And so it's just images. I'm sharing stories. I'm sharing examples. I'm super excited about it. I'm really hoping that it's going to be recorded because I'd love to then share it here on the podcast with you, maybe in a few weeks time. Uh, so that you can hear it as well. Otherwise, if it's not, then I might just I might just do it for you because I love you and I want to share this with you. But I do think that as a speaker as well, one of the things that's really important is for me to be keeping my content fresh and for me to be developing my thought leadership. I've talked a lot about it before and continuing to create things that I'm really passionate about, that I feel are going to be really relevant and helpful to the audience. And I want it to be fun. You know, at the end of the day, I'm all about the fun. I'm like, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. (laughs) So I'm super excited to share what I'm going to be sharing at the huddle this week. So it's actually going to be happening on the 22nd of May. 
this should this episode should be coming out either the 17th or 18th of May. So we've got a few days to go, but it's like a whole thing. So on the Friday night, everybody dresses up as a bridesmaid and we watch bridesmaids in like a vineyard or a winery. And then the next morning, there's like a walking brunch in a vineyard or a winery, uh, champagne brunch, which is amazing. And then the speakers are having dinner at Pip's house on Saturday night. And then the big event is on Sunday. So I'm sure if you go and follow Jumbled Online, or if you follow me on Instagram at Suze Chadwick, I will be sharing as much as I possibly can and taking you on the journey with me. So come and follow me on Instagram if you don't already. Make sure that you check out the stories this weekend and I'm going to be sharing as much as I possibly can. And the awesome thing is that some of the women that I absolutely love, like Cherie from The Digital Picnic and Jess from Collabrosaurus, I haven't seen them for a while and so I'm very excited to be seeing and catching up with them as well because it's really rare that we actually get an opportunity just to be together in the one place and chat and have time just to catch up as well. So that is super exciting too. So, you know, I just thought I'd give you a little bit of an update, what's happening, what's coming, all the rest of it. But the other thing I did want to let you know is that I am going to be doing some new workshops, some new training, all the rest of it. So make sure that you're subscribed to my email list. If number one, you want to get the podcast straight to your inbox. Number two, you want to be the first to know about workshops that are coming up. And also, did you know, did you know that if you are a subscriber of mine, I do a monthly like a random draw for a free 30-minute coaching session. So if you want to get in on that, you have to be on that list as well. So all you have to do is go to suzechadwick.com forward slash subscribe, yeah, and you can go sign up. And then I will send you beautiful love letters with really helpful tips and resources and events and retreats and podcasts that you need to know about straight to your inbox. So there you go. Why would you not? But anyway, listen, we are going to dive into this week's episode. I am talking all about learning how to love selling. I did a live on this, which I'm kind of sharing in the mix of this podcast episode. And I really, I am very passionate about helping women to learn to love selling what they have, learn to love showing up as their full selves, like with no holes barred, with no like restrictions on what you can and can't do, but for you to fully be you in all your magical unicorn glory and sell like an absolute queen. Yes, 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 yes. Let's get going. Okay, so today what I want to do is that I want to actually provide you with five questions that you can ask yourself in order to understand like why you are not selling what you want or how you can love selling what you have even more. And so that's what we're going to walk through today. As I think I mentioned, this is kind of me adding a few extra things in to a Instagram live that I did on the topic as well. So if you caught that live, there's even more juicy stuff here that we're going to be talking about as well. So the first question to ask yourself is, is there an easy fix to why I'm not selling what I want to be selling? I just think that a lot of times the solution to the reason why you maybe don't love it for those who don't can be a really easy fix. 
So I've had a couple of conversations with clients in the last few days around selling, how they show up, what they're talking about. And I just wanted to share like some of the quick fixes that that I've seen as well. Yeah. So for example, one of my clients, she comes from like a PR background and she has been talking a lot about visibility and building confidence and all of those sorts of things. And so we had a conversation there. We had a bit of a coaching call the other day and I said to her, what if you just changed like your, what you call yourself to a visibility and confidence coach? And we sort of sat on it for a bit because that's what she's doing. She's working with clients in her programs and coaching to help them get more visible through PR as well as like through socials and all the rest of it. So sometimes we just get really stuck in maybe what we've done before. And we feel like we can't move to like a new title or a new focus. And that really stops us from selling what we have because we're like, I like, this is where I've come from. This is what I have to do. I don't like love calling myself that, but I also don't feel either ready or like I can step into this new title. Yeah. And so I just really want to encourage you that if any part of your business doesn't quite feel right, fix it. <laughs> it's really simple. If any part of your business does not feel right, I want you to fix it. So it could be what you're calling yourself. It could be a strap line that you're using. It could be the content that you're creating. Because if you're not 100% loving it, then you're not going to talk about it, share it, show up in the way that you want. And so even for me, I've talked a lot about profitable business and obviously like becoming a bold brand and I love all of that. I can talk about that all day, but you know what I'm really passionate about? I'm really passionate about selling and because I've come from a sales background as well. And so I could talk about it all day. I could talk about strategies for marketing your business, building your brand, like key sales metrics, things like that. But it's not something that I have focused in on. Like I feel like I do it with my clients, but not externally. So that's something that I'm fixing in my business at the moment. Uh, and I've just changed my Instagram bio and I've just gone and posted a couple of TikTok videos about sales. Now, am I only going to be talking about sales? No, but I feel like it's something I really want to talk about that I haven't been talking about as much as I would like. And so I just really want to encourage you to take a look at your business with fresh eyes and say, is there something I'd really love to talk more about, but I'm not. The next question to ask yourself is, are you selling the products and services that you really want to sell? So are you really leaning into your strengths, what you do really well, like your zone of genius? Because if you have products and services where you're like, this is what, you know, where I do my best work. This is the kind of stuff I want to do all the time. Then obviously you're going to just be so much more passionate to sell that too. The other thing that happened is that a client this morning was saying, I'm looking for a part-time job in graphic design. She's an incredible designer. And, you know, I'm looking for some freelance stuff. And I just said to her, do you have like freelance and marketing services on your website? Like instead of going and looking for a part-time job, unless you really want to do that, which she doesn't, do you have that service on your website? 
and she doesn't so she's going to go fix that so i think sometimes we have these desires that we want to do something we want to sell something we want to earn money in a certain way but we're not actually facilitating our own ability to be able to do that and it's about giving it a go i think sometimes we're like oh i don't know if that'll work or not who cares if you don't know let's see what happens let's put it out there let's play with it and I think this is just such an important thing around sales as well is testing and trying so you might be set in your ways about how you want to do something yeah and that way may not be working for you right now now it's not to say that doing it that way selling it that way may not work in the future but I just really want you to think about what do I want to sell? Is that my zone of genius? How can I test this and try this and see what could work? And let's not put like all of our eggs in one basket, but let's give this a go um, and see if it's something that we really want to do. And that's if it's got legs as well. But you've obviously got to give it the amount of time too. So you can't just be like, oh, I put it out there once at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday and nobody bought it. You've got to give things a go. So for example, with the graphic designer, put the service out there, share it in lots of groups, ask your network to refer you. Yeah. Be really clear about what kind of things you can do and how that looks, etc. And just make sure that you are putting it out there in a way where more people are seeing it too, that it's not just a one-off thing. And then you're like, well, that didn't work. So there's just some ideas there around really reassessing what it is you've got. And you know something, even after seven years in business, I am still like, how do I, you know, are, is my product suite still working for me? Is my pricing right? How can I talk about it in a different way? What else can I do? Like for my own enjoyment so that I don't break my business, but how can I get more out of what I have already, the assets that I've created and sell them in different ways? And I also think it's about making it easy for yourself. So this should not be something that takes a huge amount of time, that takes a huge amount of effort, that makes you feel stressed and overwhelmed. I really want you to think about what is it that I really want from my business? What is it that I want to do? So I'll use graphic designer as the example is that I want to work with more women in business or small businesses to help them create really incredible graphics that are really original, etc. cetera. Uh, and the easiest thing that I can do is put up a simple sales page that outlines the type of graphics or the type of work that I do with a price on it. And, and really thinking about what do I want to charge for this? What is going to be profitable for me? What is going to really, you know, be reflective of my skills and what I'm doing so that when I am putting this out there, I love it. And I'm really passionate about putting it out there. I actually think that underpricing is one of the biggest issues with women not loving selling what they have. Because when you sell it, if it's underpriced, you don't feel rewarded for the work that you're doing. So when you've got clients coming in, you're like, ugh, like I don't want to do this because I'm not getting paid enough. And I also think that it's important to take a look at when you are like thinking of another client, another client who's got too many clients, too much work, feeling very overworked, very stressed about it. And so I just said to her, you have to put your prices up. Like, and she's working with big businesses, you have to put your prices up. There's a couple of things. Number one, 
you have to put your prices up. And number two, you've got to push out the amount of time that you're saying that you'll deliver the project in. Because she was also saying she's very optimistic with the amount of time that it would take. And so not only is she getting paid what she's charging right now and not more but then she's also super stressed because the projects are blowing out from a scope and from a time perspective and so what is the simple solution I just want you to always ask yourself the question what is the simple solution to this problem that I have if I have too many clients I need to increase my prices And I'd love you to, like, if you're having a thought around that, I want you to catch that thought. What's that thought? Because we are in, if you ever did economics at school, some supply and demand. Yeah. So when demand goes up and supply is limited, prices go up. So you've got to make sure that you know, this is the thing. So many people will be booking you because maybe you're undercharging. Maybe you're so good at what you're doing that they're willing to pay more for your services. And so you've really got to come at your business from a commercial perspective. What do I need to do? Increase my prices, increase the amount of time that the project takes so that I have a luxurious amount of time to be able to deliver this great work that I'm giving the client. Maybe you can add a couple of new brand experience elements into it that don't cost you time or money. But, you know, if you're going to be charging an even more premium price, I mean, I kind of think that the work you're doing is probably already at that standard. But if you want to, then you can take a look at how you do that as well. And so I think it's just really important to start to ask yourself, if I want to do this, how can I do this in an easy way? Yeah, And how can I earn money from it? And I also just want to say that sometimes the money that you earn from new things that you're doing may not be at the level that you need it to be, but you're just getting started. You're starting to earn money for it. You're starting to, you know, get paid. You're starting to learn how you can make this more of a product or service in your business. Like when I started doing workshops, I would do like a three hour workshop for $75. I would not do that now. Yeah. But when I was starting out, it was learning how to charge for those workshops. It was learning how to run them well. It was then increasing my price. Yeah. And getting more clients in because demand was increasing. So if you are struggling with what you've got right now, just ask yourself, what is it that I need to do in order to make this product or service more profitable, better so that I can sell it more so that I love talking about it too? Because I just want us to talk about this so much more. I've actually connected with an amazing guy, Ty, who talks all about sales. And I'm like, I talk about women in, I talk to women in business about sales. Like, let's do a collaboration. Let's have a conversation about it. Because I really want to, I think that we've got an assumption and I don't think it's an assumption. I think it's kind of true that men do find it easier to sell. Whereas women kind of, they're just like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't want, want to really like put that on people, but I just really want you to learn to love it. And I think that when you are really passionate about what you do, then the quality of the content, the quality of the stuff that you put out there automatically sells for you as well. Cause people are like, What she's saying is amazing or what she's saying is totally my jam. And so I just really want to encourage you to think about what are you not doing? And I've been talking about this in my mastermind lately with clients as well. Are you holding back anything? Are you holding back like 
Some people might like to swear a little bit more, but they feel like they can't. They want to be more professional because that's how they're supposed to be. Um, you want to do something, but you're like, well, I don't know if I could pull it off. And I just really want you to get into the place of testing and trying, yeah? of just playing with your business. So I've just gone and I've started to do some TikTok videos. I joined TikTok ages ago and then I did nothing with it. And then I kind of had a spurt where I did more and now I'm like trying to get into it a little bit more as well. And so I'm just like, I can create 30 second videos that I can go and put up there and really test content. So it's almost like just testing messages and testing what works and what people are really resonating with and seeing what kind of questions I get. And also then going back to conversations I've had with clients around sales, like I just shared with you earlier about the two different clients that were struggling and some of the conversations and the tips that I gave them and testing out that content. So how can you share more of the content that is gonna really position you as the go-to person in your industry and for people to kind of go, I need to find out more about that. Like I need to find out more about you. I need to find out more about what you're talking about because I am definitely somebody that falls down the rabbit hole, which I'm sure a lot of other people um, do as well, where I will find great content. I will then continue to scroll through that content and then I will go to the link in bio and I will go have a little nose around. So I just really want you to think about how easy are you making it for your clients to understand exactly what you are providing, how they can work with you and what your thought leadership is. And I talk about thought leadership a lot because I just think that's the difference. Like you can have a lot of people that share the same tactics but if you don't have key thought leadership that really positions you as somebody who's unique and different, then you're kind of missing an opportunity as well. And the only question you have to ask yourself is, what do I believe? Like, what do I believe that might be a little bit different to other people in the industry? What are, what are the things that annoy me about my industry that I can kind of talk about? And it's not about doing a rant. It's about positioning what you believe about that thing. Yeah. So, for example, if you hate that everybody talks about the same thing, like let's say we're, you're an Instagram expert. Everybody kind of shares the same stuff. But what is your thought leadership around why Instagram is the place to be and how you can be using it in a different way. Um, and one of my gorgeous friends, and she was on the podcast recently, Erica Reitman, we were talking about the fact that she uses Instagram really differently to other Instagram people. She's a biz coach um, and how she does that. And I just think there is always a way for you to stand out. There is always a way for you to think about things differently. And it's almost like taking the time to actually sit and go, what can I do differently? What is it that I'm going to do that's a little bit uncomfortable, that is exciting but scary? And then like, when am I going to do it and how am I going to do it? So something that I've been really resisting that I've been wanting to do is a live virtual conference. It's a paid virtual conference. It's like a full day with three like masterclasses throughout the day and some other stuff. But it's just something where I'm just like, I don't know why, but I feel like that. So I'm going to test and play with it. Yeah. And I also think this is going to sound really funny, but I also think it's about tricking your brain. <laughs> and tricking your thoughts when you want to really do something but you're having thoughts that you know this is scary I don't want to do this whatever else 
then it's time to kind of trick your brain into it's not that big a deal like let me just do this one thing and then I will and like I'm not doing the whole thing I'm just doing this one thing and then you keep kind of doing hey gorgeous and then you keep doing little small things towards that bigger goal so I am there at the moment I am tricking my brain so that I don't freak out about the big thing that I want to do but I'm just like let's set a date hmm that's okay let's decide what the workshops are let's do this and so I'm just going through it but by doing that it means that you are testing and trying new things in your business that can help you attract the audience that you want that can help you to stand out and also push you a little bit out of your comfort zone so that you can grow and develop and get better at what you do because at the end of the day when I do that virtual conference then I would have learned how to do it yeah, I would have learned how to do it and I would have a new skill and I would have lots of lessons learned and in the process attracted new people and hopefully secured new clients as well. But I'm just like, let's just play and see. Now, the other thing is that I am speaking at a big event this weekend um, in New South Wales, which is really exciting. And I'm just like, let me do something different. Let me play with a new way of speaking and a new way of presenting as well. Um, and I'm just like, why not test and try it? Like, I'm excited about it. And I think that's the other thing is that when you're really excited about creating something, about doing something, I think that that also translates when people experience you. Yeah, so if you show up and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this, I have to tell you about it, let's talk about it from now until forever, people can feel that energy. When you're having fun doing what you do as well, people will feel that energy. I ran a workshop a little while ago and Marion was there and she messaged me afterwards and I'm just like, that is like so fun for me. Like I love doing it and she just said, I can tell. Yeah, so when you bring that energy, when you bring the joy, when you bring the thought leadership, when you bring the experimentation and trying something new, when you bring the excitement and kind of, you know, just going with the flow of it, that's when people will be like, I want to be around this person more. And it's not about being an extrovert or an introvert. I'd say every day, all day, I can speak to Brene Brown, listen, I can listen to Brene Brown speak till the cows come home. And it's just about the quality of the content, the quality of the engagement, all the rest of it, yeah? Hopefully, this is what I'm saying, you are creating things that you are excited about. So it's not about faking it. It's about thinking about what would I love to do? What would be exciting for me? Instead of just doing all the stuff that you've always done, instead of doing stuff that everybody else tells you to do, like take that and be like, how can I make this exciting for me? How can I make this really fun? So that when I show up and I engage with my audience, they're like, this is awesome. Yeah. So I think those are just some things that I really want you to think about. So number one, we were saying, if you're not comfortable with what you're calling yourself or the things that you're using in your business, then change them. Like don't be stuck in old things that are not really working for you. The second thing is that if you want to sell something, make sure that it is available to be purchased and that you have access to it and that people can find it easily. 
The next thing is testing and trying new things. I'm just going to play with TikTok for a bit and also create some new content there, but also repurpose content that I've already got because we're all about repurposing. I've got a new team member starting really soon and we're going to be playing with how we take a lot of the old con old podcast content and we create a whole lot of new things. And I've literally said to her, I want to do stuff I've not done before. I want to do stuff that's like fun and exciting and like is part, you know, really reflective of my brand, but we are also changing like our visual branding as well. And so what I mean by that is I feel like I've kind of had a look for a while now and I'm like, I am done. It's so funny. I'd like draw a line in the sand. I'm like, yeah, I'm done with that now. I'm not interested in that anymore. Like I'm going over here and I want my brand to be like this. So just take a look at what you're doing with fresh eyes. And I want you to think about what would like blow my own mind what would blow like my head off when it comes to what I'm doing when I look at it I'm like oh my god that's so good so yeah so that's what I want you to be feeling and thinking when it comes to your brand your message how you're selling what you're selling and just have more fun with it if you're not having fun in your business I think you're missing out on an opportunity to do more of the stuff that you love. And I'm not saying that it's just going to happen like that, but you've got to start. Yeah, you've got to start now so that you get to a point where it's awesome and you love it. And the stuff you're doing every day is paying you what you want and you're working with the clients that you want and you're loving what you do. And the last question that I really want you to ask before we wrap it all up is, are you creating content or products and services that are the best that you can provide right now. And what I mean by this, and I talk about this all the time, is creating platinum products and services, doing your best work, bringing your best work to life. And I think that when you know that what you've created is the best that you can do right now, obviously we're always learning, we're always evolving, we're always getting better at what we do. I just want you to really think like when you know that this is amazing, like it's a no brainer, what you've got is so good. It helps your clients get the transformation that you know, they're going to have a great time. You know, they're going to get the connection that they want. You know that they're going to get the results and the outcome that they want. I want you to really think about what that feels like to sell something like that. So for me, when I think about Brand Builders Academy and I think about Amplify, I am like, this is a no-brainer. It's so good. My clients triple their profits. They attract new clients. They have more time in their like outside of their business. They understand how to manage their money. They're launching programs. They're discovering new things about themselves and how they want to show up and be in the world and, and building brands around that. Like, the success that my clients have, I'm just like, this is a no brainer. So when I talk about it, when I sell it, that's the place I come from. Why? Because I know that I'm bringing my best work to life. I know that I'm constantly making it better. We've just done, like we've revamped Kajabi for both programs. I am now building out sales authority within Amplify. Like we're updating the content in there as well while doors are closed. So 
If you're interested in Amplify, then you can get on the wait list. You just go to suzechadwick.com forward slash Amplify and you get on that wait list and then doors will open soon. But right now I'm like, how do I make this even better? How do I give more support so that my clients can supercharge what they're doing, but in the simplest way? Like what is it that they, they need to do now? How else can I support them? How am I making sure that my clients get the results that they want and that I want them to have. And so when you come from a place where you're like, I will do whatever I need to do to make this amazing. And so when I sell it and when I talk about it, I'm like, how are you not in this already? It is so good. And I want you to feel like that about your products and services. Because if you 100% believe in what it is that you're doing and you know that it's the best work you can do, the way you show up and sell it will be totally different if you're like, here's my thing, if you want to buy it, here you go, yeah? So really think about like how you perceive your services and your products and whether you're like, this is amazing, like this is the best that people can get. So those are just some things that I want you to be thinking about, some questions to ask yourself as well. I want you, I, I don't want this to be complex. I don't want it to be hard and heavy. I want it to be something that you can do, that you enjoy doing, that allows you to work with more of the clients that you want and get paid for what it is that you do and get paid in a profitable way. And so I just think it's so important for us to really step back and say, do I love this? Do I love sharing what I've got? Do I love selling what I've got? Because I know that by selling what I've got, I get to work with the types of clients that I really want to work with. They're just the best. And I seriously, I got a a gift made which says the best clients because I was just like, I have the best clients. Like they're awesome and I love them to pieces. So that is what we're talking about today on the podcast. I hope that you got something out of this. Send me a DM at Suze Chadwick and obviously follow me on there. Uh, But if you've got any questions, then just let me know. But that is it for another week. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode, then make sure you share it with those around you as well. But until next time, have an amazing week and I'll see you then.